Good evening. Good to be in the Lord's house tonight. We uh, uh, appreciate the opportunity to be here. If you have your Bibles, we if you would, if you would, turn with us to First uh, Corinthians fifteen, and uh, we may read a little bit out of Matthew in just a few minutes. But, Appreciate the good Wednesday night number. See all them angels? <laughs> Bless you, Wayne. <clears throat> he said he was here, probably. Amen. Amen. First Corinthians chapter number 15 I'm going to read uh, the first 11 verses here <coughs> moreover brethren I declare unto you the gospel which I have preached unto you which also you have received and wherein you stand by which also you are saved if you keep in memory what I have preached unto you unless you have believed in vain for I delivered unto you, uh, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve. After that, he was seen of above five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain unto this present, but some are fallen asleep. After that, he was seen of James, then of all the apostles, and last of all, he was seen of me also, as one born out of due time. For I am the least of the apostles, that I am not meet to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God I am what I am, and by his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Therefore, whether it were I or they, so we preach, and so ye believe. And we believe that be all that God would have us to read in your hearing uh, for, the, for the moment right now. We pray that he add his blessing uh, to the reading of his word. Like I said, we may pull a, a few verses over from Matthew chapter 16 here in just a few minutes. But uh, nevertheless, we come down right here in, in 1 Corinthians 15. What a wonderful uh, passage this is. And it's got so much stuff in it. Uh, but uh, the primary premise of, of chapter number 15 is to lay out what the gospel is, what the gospel is. And uh, as you continue reading, and I would encourage you as you go home uh, tonight that you read the remainder of the chapter as we uh, understand who Christ is. Uh, Paul goes on to declare that he uh, is the king, amen, Uh, and that all things are under him and he has been crowned as such. Uh, and being crowned as such, uh, the Bible brings us to a conclusion at the, at the uh, last portion of this chapter uh, that if Christ is king and he has conquered, then we are conquerors. Uh, and that's the message of the gospel. And as we look tonight, uh, I just want to uh, study on this here for just a few minutes. I, I'm not even going to say I might not keep you long because I might. I don't know. Uh, but... Uh, nevertheless, we come down and Paul 
uh, is addressing the church at Corinth. Uh, I believe something that we need to, adjur- uh, to address in the church today. And that is, what is the gospel? What is the gospel? A lot of times, uh, and, and listen to everything I'm going to say right here before uh, you get mad at me. Uh, a lot of times you'll ask somebody, what is the gospel? And they'll say, well, uh, that is Christ died uh, for humanity. Or it's being justified by faith and saved by grace. Uh, and we'd say amen to all those things, right? Uh, and I'm glad that we have those things. And I'm glad uh, that the Bible speaks positively about those things. And those are biblically affirmed statements. Those are statements that are absolutely true. But, I want to say this, friends. Listen, those are all benefits of the body. The gospel in itself is singularly focused on one person. Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Uh, And friends, listen, we must never falter and never fail and make anything else about us when it should always be on Him. And Paul, uh, he comes to the conclusion here and he said, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you of the gospel which I have preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand. Okay? Uh, friends, now listen, there's, uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of argument in theological circles today. They say that Jesus, they ask this question, uh, listen, and it sounds kind of silly, but uh, they still ask it. They ask the question, did Jesus preach the gospel? Amen? Uh, listen, I, and I want to remind you of something. When we have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they are noted as one thing. As what? The gospels. Why? Because those are gospel res- uh, representations that were delivered to us by Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That is their own account of their encounter with the Christ, the Lord Jesus. Amen? Uh, Friends, listen. Uh, And when we see and we read their account of the Lord Jesus, we come to the conclusion and the understanding uh, that the gospel is not about me and you, but the gospel is about Jesus Christ. Amen? Uh, Friends, listen. He said, uh, friends, and we get into this tonight, what a wonderful salutation this is. And uh, the Lord laid this on our heart this evening I thought Lord this will be the last time I stand at Timber Ridge and I, I listen I, I want to say this I, I hope tonight I, listen when you go out from this place I, I listen if my name is ever mentioned I hope that I, listen you can say he didn't visit good you can say that he didn't he wasn't personable and he didn't speak to everybody or listen he didn't do this or he didn't do that but hey one thing I hope you can't say is that he didn't Preach the gospel. Amen. Uh, friends, listen, I tell you what. Uh, uh, listen, you can throw a laundry list of things about me and about churches. Amen. Uh, friends, listen, I, I, this is the one thing I want to know. Amen. I uh, Listen, uh, there's a lot of people say, well, they can tell you everything that's wrong with them. I question them. Do they preach the gospel? Amen. Uh, friends, listen, do they teach the gospel? Do they sing the gospel? Amen. Uh, friends, listen, but now uh, the Bible says, Paul, we get into this. He said, 
I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received. Amen. And wherein ye stand. Oh, friends, tonight, let's never forget where our feet are firmly planted. Amen. Friends, listen. If, hey, the Bible, listen, not the Bible, but they believe there was an old song I remember singing when I was growing up. Listen, and you probably remember it far better than I do. Listen, but all other ground is sinking sand. Amen. Friends, listen, I'm glad tonight. Listen, when we take a firm foundation in the gospel. Amen. In the gospel. The gospel is the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not the Lord Jesus and. It is Christ and Christ alone. Amen. Uh, friends, listen. Uh, the Bible says now, in verse number 2, he says, by which also. Now, uh, what is this he's referring to? This is a reference back to verse 1 when he's talking about the gospel. Amen. Uh, listen, he says, by which or the gospel also are you saved. Amen. Uh, listen, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, lest you have believed in vain. Amen. Uh, friends, listen, and there's a lot of people say, well, uh, preacher, I'm not sure how prevalent that is in our day and time. I'm going to tell you something you want to talk about. A pandemic, friends. Listen, there's a pandemic of church members that have never been born again. Amen. Friends, listen. And you want to talk about the fallout from this. Friends, listen. If we're going to ever have a lockdown, we need to have a lockdown in the house of God to make sure a pure, clear representation of the gospel is distributed. Friends, listen. You're not saved on how you feel. Amen. I want you to hear me tonight. Listen, I tell you what, I'm glad after I got saved there was a feeling to salvation. But friends, listen, and how do we know that? What is that? That's the indwelling and the embodiment of the Holy Ghost that lives within us. Amen. But you're not saved by Holy Ghost bumps and liver shivers. Amen. Friends, listen. Hey, you're not saved because, listen, they sang precious memories in the house of God and you thought about mama and daddy and you thought about the old preachers and the old revivals my friends listen you're not saved because you got a place if nothing happened at the place Amen. Oh, friends, tonight, we must come to the realization. Listen, hey, that listen, I'm glad that there's a feeling that follows salvation. But friends, listen, if you wake up sick in the morning, listen, I'm glad that I don't, listen, suddenly doubt my salvation and how I feel. Amen. Well, I'm going to tell you something, friends, listen to me. Listen, a lot of repentance that was born Born in a storm is often vanished and gone when the sun comes up. Amen. You hear me? Listen to me. I remember back to 2001. You remember that after September the 11th happened? The Twin Towers fell. I remember going to a prayer meeting at North Georgia College and the drill field. You could not get another person on the drill field. Amen. There were cars. There were candles. People were singing. People 
people were praying, people were weeping for a nation that had been attacked. Friends, listen, I remember in the subsequent Sundays that would follow, friends, listen, churches were getting chairs out because people were concerned. Amen? Why? Because we were on the precipice of the war. Friends, listen, people all of a sudden found themselves concerned. But you know what made them get that way? Their feelings. Let me tell you something. September the 10th, Jesus was still king. Most of the world didn't care. Amen. September the 12th, he was still king. Amen. I'm glad in August 2021, Jesus is still king. Amen. Oh, friends, listen. Hey, I want to tell you something. I want to be a voice and a a breath of encouragement to Timber Ridge. Friends, listen to me. It's time that you do away. Friends, listen. It's time that the apologies cease. Amen. Well, we're not what we once was, Keith. Amen. Well, we used to have better attendance than this. Listen. Hey, friends, listen to me. If you get that's why I've been preaching on the captive of. Of your mind. Amen. Uh, because friends, listen to me. Uh, uh, listen, you get captive to your faults. Uh, uh, listen, and then you begin to act on your faults. Uh, uh, listen, and all of a sudden your thoughts come into your joy is stolen. Uh, uh, your song is gone. Uh, your heart's hung in the willow tree. Uh, and you turn around and you're looking about, you're worried about who ain't here instead of who is. Amen. Amen. Oh, friends, listen. I'm going to tell you something. Twelve people at the call of the Messianic King of Heaven. Twelve people turned this world upside down. Amen. Oh, friends, tonight, listen, I'm glad. Friends, listen, that God God is in the midst. He's always in the midst. Don't matter how you feel. Amen. Wayne. Ain't that what you told me to walk in? Hey Amen. Uh, listen, uh, Wayne told me, I said, how are you? He said, I've been a lot worse. Wayne, when you was a lot worse, was you still saved? Hey Amen. Uh, friends, listen, I'm glad, I'm glad tonight uh, that it don't matter where we are, how bad we feel, uh, what our physical incapacities are, if our faculties are robbed, if they're stolen from Parkinson's or cancer or heart attacks or strokes. Uh, friends, listen to me. I'm glad I'm still saved, saved, saved. Amen. Hey, glory to God tonight. Uh, Friends, listen. I'm glad that we have a promise and a hope of heaven in the gospel. Amen. I'm not saved because I feel like I'm saved. I'm saved because Jesus is King. Amen. Oh, uh, friends, tonight... Uh, let us not forget where our foundation is laid. Amen. Uh, friends, listen. If we don't forget where our foundation is laid uh, and we stand on, amen. You've heard me talk about uh, Dwayne Bowles as daddy. He's dead and gone now. He's in his 90s over chest They'd all. Uh, listen, I've never been in a service with a man ever where he didn't stand up and tell his testimony. And you know, this is something I miss too. Amen. I listen. Uh, he, he look over there, and a lot of people, he get me all the time and say, I believe Brother Chris got something on his heart he needs to say. I want to hear it. <laughs> Amen. Hey, 
You remember, I do. But you remember when the old preachers used to walk up outside? Is everybody saved on this bench? Yeah. Yes, they did. Amen. Is everybody saved on this bench? Yeah. Amen. Get in your living room a little bit. Yeah. Hey, old friends tonight, I'm glad. I'm glad, friends, listen, that there is a promise and a hope. Grandpa Bowles, he'd get up and he'd testify. He'd say, God put my feet on the rock. He said, I slid all over it, but I never fell off. Amen. Well, friends, tonight, listen. Listen, you want to talk about absolute security in your salvation, friends. Listen to me. People are faltering. They're failing. Listen, we find ourselves in desperate, deep despair in the altar. Listen, because we're trying to fulfill our own self-righteousness. Listen, we're trying to make God think that we're better than we are. And friends, listen to me. The Bible teaches us and instructs us that if we just believe, amen, if we just believe. That's all we got to do. I want to read this to you over in the book of John in the fifth chapter. Listen, there was a young man one time. He got saved. and Listen, he come in. In John chapter 5 over here, he come in and he told his mama. Listen, he said, Mama, I'm out my salvation. And listen, now, I want you to listen to me. A lot of people say, well, preacher, it ain't that easy. Amen. If it ain't that easy, show it to me in the Bible where it ain't. Amen. Friends, listen. And there's a little young boy come to his mom. He said, Mom, I'm down my salvation. I don't know if I'm saved. I don't know if I'm lost. And she asked him about his experience. And friends, listen to me. Her mother. I'm going to tell you something, friends. Listen to me. He said, lean not on your own understanding. Amen. But in all your ways, acknowledge him. Friends, listen to me. I'm going to tell you something. If you find yourself frailing or in doubt, listen to me. You don't go to Oprah and Dr. Field. Amen. Don't go to Chris. Amen. Don't go to Kip. Don't go to Doug. Friends, listen to me. You go to Jesus. You go to the Word of God. Mama asked the little boy, said, Son, you remember what the preacher preached on? He said, Yeah, John 5. Amen. He got his Bible out. Now listen, he told his mom, he said, I don't know if I'm saved or I'm lost. And he said this. He said, I believe that the devil is under my bed. Remember that. She said, son, you remember what the preacher preached on? He said, yeah, John 5. He got his Bible out and he read this. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word, believeth on him that sent me, hath everlasting life, and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming and now is when all the dead shall hear His voice and the, uh, uh, the voice of the Son of God and they that hear shall live. He closed his Bible and he slid it under his bed. He said, then you have to deal with that. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Oh, friends, tonight, listen to me. I'm going to tell you something. If you're trying to fight your own battles, my friends, you'll falter, you'll frail, and you will ultimately fail. Amen. Hey, but I'm glad as he told Joshua, amen, when he come, hey, when he 
when he come back from the land of Canaan, him and Caleb, uh, listen, bearing a grapevine between themselves, uh, uh, listen, uh, they'd been off pilfering in the land of Canaan. Amen. Of uh, the ten spies, all they did was seen the giants. Uh, and they come back and they done had the whole crowd railed. Amen. Uh, friends, listen to me. I'm going to tell you something, friends. Listen, uh, uh, you need to pump the brakes if all you want to do is rev the crowd and not follow God. Amen. Amen, preacher. I friends, listen to me. Hey, but they come back. They already had the crowd all stirred up. Here comes Joshua and Caleb. I, listen, I don't know what they're singing, but they're singing. Skipping. Amen. I friends got a, a listen, a vine of fruit between the shoulders. They said, look at the fruit that God has given Amen. I listen, and Joshua, he held firm. I listened to God's promise. He said, God has given it. Let us go possess it. Amen. Oh, friends, tonight, listen. I'm telling you something. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter number 8, for we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Amen. I listen, he said, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate me from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. Amen. Stand firm on the solid rock. Hey, and the Bible says... Amen. We'll get on with this. I'll never be done. Amen. Boy, I tell you, love. Hey, listen, if you don't know this, amen, there's a lot of people say, well, preacher, what are you going to do now? Amen. I said, boy, you don't know me if you think I'm going to quit preaching. Amen. I, I love preaching more than I like eating. Amen. I'm going to find somewhere. Amen. God will provide. Listen. Hey, I'm going to tell you what. Listen. And my wife, listen, if I go a week and don't preach, she knows I get ornery. Amen. She'll get the kids and we'll sit down. We'll have meeting in the living room. Amen. My friends, God will provide. My friends, listen, but you've got to keep your feet on the rock. There's no quitting place. No quitting place. Amen. Uh, listen, I love this now. He said, for I delivered unto you, verse 3, for I delivered unto you, uh, first of all, that which I also received. Amen. Uh, listen, I'm glad, friends, listen. Uh, if you're going to give something, you've got to get it first. Amen. If you give something, you got to get it first. Uh, friends, listen to me. Uh, and I believe this tonight. I, I believe, friends, listen, that there, I believe that there's an absolute order to all things. I believe that the fullness of conviction must come. Uh, friends, listen to me. Uh, but when the fullness of conviction comes, you don't have to meet my criteria. You don't have to meet your criteria. Uh, listen, you don't have to look like I think you need to look. Amen. Uh, listen, you ain't got to chew your gum like I think I'm, like you need to chew it. Amen. And you follow God, my friends, when the fullness and the fruition of conviction has been dealt to you, listen, and you feel the draw and the unction of the Holy Ghost of God. Spur not the most precious opportunity that's ever been presented. Amen. Amen. Oh, uh, friends, thank God. Amen. He said, for I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received. How that? How that? Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. Amen. Uh, friends, listen to me. Uh, remember when we talked about and talked through John chapter 1 when John, well, I'll tell you something, friends, listen, you want to talk about something, make me preach now. Amen. Listen, I get to thinking about John. 
Amen. I pray, especially these last few weeks of baptizing we've been going through, I can only imagine what was running through John the Baptist's mind as he stood down in the middle of the Jordan River. All of a sudden, he comes up out of the water and on the bank side, he catches his first cousin. Amen. Listen, John leapt in his mother's womb. You remember that, Wayne? Listen, he leapt inside of his mother's womb and said, You're with child. Filled with the Holy Ghost, what the Bible says. Listen, but he looked up on the bank. He seen his first cousin. Listen, he looked up there and he said, Behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. The inauguration of a king. <laughs> Disciples didn't know how they felt about that. Amen. Didn't change the fact of who he was. Didn't change a thing. Every time they questioned him, that's what Paul wrote in First Thessalonians. Excuse me, First Timothy. The foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are His. Amen. He said, therefore let every man that nameth the name of Christ, let him therefore depart from iniquity. Amen. The foundation of God standeth sure. Hey, friends, tonight, listen to me. If you hear nothing I've said, friends, listen, I want you to hear me say this. Friends, listen, if you want to get secure about your salvation, if you want to know where you stand with God, you must must first, amen, you must first have a right view of who Christ is. Amen. Because, friends, listen to me, I believe that, listen, through years and years and years, and friends, listen to me, you know, before the Internet, before communication became as broad as it is in today's time, we could control narratives, amen? But people now have more access. Uh, they, uh, listen, there's access on the, in, on the internet to an infinite amount of material. We can listen to podcasts. We can watch vodcasts. We can uh, go on and uh, we can watch every preacher. Uh, listen, from Florida to California. If you want to take the time, you can find Amen. Friends, listen to me. And through that, it is caused, listen, it is caused a mixed array and a wrong view of who Jesus is. If Jesus ain't king, I ain't listening. Amen. Jesus must first be king. Because, listen to me, let me, let me tell you, let me help you understand what this does. Is when, when Jesus is now superior, when the writer of Hebrews wrote and said, He's greater than the angels. He's greater than Abraham. He's greater than Moses. And He's greater than you. Amen. When you put Him in His rightful place, okay? When you get Christ in the right place and you say, Lord, Your kingdom is established forever. 
You are a high priest after the order of Melchizedek forever. It is a kingdom that, it, that has no beginning and it has no end. And now, God, that I've established who you are, you said in your word, if I believe, I could stand in your kingdom. Not because of who I am. Not because of how good I am or how bad I am. How moral or immoral. But God, you said simply by your grace and by your mercy, if I cast my allegiance to your kingdom and I no longer believe that I save myself or I stand in myself, but my salvation is secure because you are king. Nobody's going to topple him. Amen. A kingdom's got to have four things. A king, a people, a place, and land. Amen. He's got them all. Friends, listen tonight. I'm glad that there's a hope. <coughs> Why do you preach on these things? Preacher, listen to me. I'm going to tell you something. This is what I've witnessed in the church. People are silent because they're not sure. You hear me? People have become silent because they're not sure. I dealt with a man one time that got himself in a precarious situation, had to step down from an office. He reconciled, made things right with God, with the church, with his family. And I watched him set in service as a redeemed man. You listen to me. I watched him set in service as a redeemed man that I believe fully God had forgiven. And I watched him set with clenched lips and him shake in tears pour out of his eyes because he was gripped in a state of silence because he wasn't sure. Does that sound familiar to you? Because friends, listen to me, if you're gripped in a state of silence because you're not sure, it's because your surety is ultimately being grounded in yourself. It's not being grounded in the King. When you ground your security in the King and the Kingdom, you now have a voice. Peter said, I go a fishing, didn't he? You heard me preach on this? <laughs> he wasn't, listen, he wasn't going fishing to catch a few trout and get drown his sorrows and drown the worm. He was saying, I'm going back to be what I used to be. 
Because he locked himself in a state of silence. Why? Because he wasn't sure. Why was he not sure? He rejected the Lord three times. Surely there's no way, no hope for me. Jesus come walking on the seashore, said Peter. He left his boat, he left his nets, and he left his clothes. Jumped in the lake. Swam to the shore. In this kingdom, I stand. Amen. Ain't you glad? Boy, I'm glad tonight. Well, I'm glad tonight that I stand in His kingdom. Now, does that mean we will live perfect all the days of our lives? No, we won't. We we will falter. We will fail. Should we seek and uh, listen? Holiness should now be our target. This is the process of sanctification. Holiness should be what we're pressing to. John wrote to us, First <clears throat> John 1, 9, he said, If we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Friends, listen to me. Don't, don't continue to be locked in a state of silence because your joy and your security has been stolen by the enemy. Amen. You've got to take your presence in God's kingdom to the enemy. This is where I stand. Amen. You've got to get secure in where you stand and who you stand again. Friends, listen to me. I, I, I don't have a replacement. I have a substitute in Christ. He is my substitute. He died so I don't have to. He lives so I can. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried, and that He rose again the third day, according to the Scriptures. Amen. And that He was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve. And who's He talking about right here? He's talking about Peter. Amen. I want to take you back to this one place right here, friends. Listen to me. I want you to remember what happened and what transpired with Peter. Right, friends, listen. The Bible says in Matthew 16, and I'm going to try and wind this up. Matthew 16, 13. Then when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, He asked His disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I the Son of Man am? And they said, Well, some say that thou art John the Baptist, some say Elijah, uh, Elias, some say Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, But whom... Say ye that I am. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed this unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Wasn't talking about building his church on Peter. 
This is a quote from Isaiah 40. This is talking about the chief cornerstone of Zion. Listen, he's talking about Christ himself. And he said, I'll, he said now listen, and upon this rock I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Friends, listen to me. What he's saying is, is he's saying on the rock, what is the rock? The rock is the gospel. What is the gospel? Jesus. His life. His miracles. His death. His resurrection. His ascension. And His enthronement as King of all kings. And he said, what did he say about that? The gates of hell are not going to prevail. Amen. Amen. You want to have confidence. You want to be a witness to the community, to those around you, those you work with, those you interact with. To get to that stage, you've got to get comfortable with who your king is. Amen. What, who is your king? Your king said this. My king said this. I have all power in heaven and in earth. Amen. You know what our king said? He said, he said heaven is my throne. And the earth is my footstool. You know what our king said? Our king said, I've taken my seat at the right hand of the Father. You know what our king said? He said, I'm your advocate. I'm your mediator. I'm your king. Boy, I'm going to tell you something. When the kingdom, when the people of the kingdom really grab a hold of who the king is, you want to, you want to, you want to know why it started with one man, 12 people. One died, they called another one, so we've got 13. As Paul's writing right here, 13 apostles, one born out of due time. Friends, listen to me. In a matter of less, in, of less than 100 years, it was the most predominant religion. Christianity had run rampant, and they could not stop it. You know why? Because the kingdom figured out who the king was. You say, preacher, I, I don't know if it can happen again. Oh, yeah, it can. <laughs> hey, when the kingdom figures out who the king is again. Yeah. Hey, man. Listen, you ever seen the Chronicles of Narnia? If you ain't, you need to go watch it. C.S. Lewis wrote a book on it and they made a movie of it. But the, the Chronicles of Narnia is an apologetic written on the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it's about a line. Hey, Amen. If you ain't something, you need to go watch it. Hey, Amen. It'll make you leap. Slap from your eyes. And, uh, listen, hey, uh, the lion of Narnia. The lion of, they killed the lion of Narnia. <laughs> and I love this quote from the movie. The stone tables cracked and Aslan has arisen. Amen. Uh, friends, listen to me. We must understand this. Uh, uh, friends, we don't have a dead Savior. Amen. The cross is empty and the King is ruined. 
he that was buried and he that rose again the third day according to the scriptures seen of Cephas after that he was seen of above 500 brethren at once of whom the greater part remain to this present but some are fallen asleep I'm not going to talk about all this and after that he was seen of James and the apostles and last uh, and last of all we've seen of me also of one born out of due time of course you know the Damascus Road experience that's what he's speaking of for I am the least of the apostles that am not meet to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. You know where he was headed? He was, he was headed down there to kill some more Christians. Yes. <laughs> then he said in verse 10, but by the grace of God. Amen. <laughs> he that thinketh he standeth, take heed lest he fall. Amen. Every time you start to get a little high on the ladder, amen, you remember. But by the grace of God, amen. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. You know what he was saying? He said, I can't change who I used to be. But God forgive me. And I am who I am now. Amen. You can't change what happened in the past. And I'm going to tell you what, friends, listen to me. I'm telling you something, friends. When we get this filthiness out of the church, people judging people for their past. Amen. They're in God's house. They're repenting. They're trying to do right. And people, the people of God are still judging them for their past. Amen. But I'm going to tell you something, friends. Listen to me. I don't want to ever be found guilty of judging some people, somebody or people for what they've done in their past. Amen. Oh, thank God that I'm not who I used to be. Boy, if you could have seen me at 18 years old the first time I went back into the Lord's house. Well, I'm glad I'm not who I used to be. Amen. But by the grace of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And, by, and His grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. You hear me? Well, I won't go preach this again. Because I want you to hear me. Amen. There's a lot of people in God's house, they think that they're so unworthy. Let me tell you something. You were unworthy. But you know what? He saved you. He saved you by His grace. And it was not anybody. Don't let anybody tell you what you ain't. You tell them who you are. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I. <laughs> they were some more privileged. They were some more eloquent, some smarter. But Paul said, none of them worked harder than I did. Amen. You know why he did? He said, but for grace. Every mile. Every lash, every stone, every jail cell, 
it's worth it. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. And I want to close with this. Therefore, whether it were I or they, so we preach, so you believe. Amen. Don't matter. Don't matter who I am or you are. It's so that the King, the King, the Gospel is preached. And that they believe. Amen. Who's they? I've been talking about they for six months. Amen. Remember me talking about they? They, they get on my nerves. Amen. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. But Jesus said this. Make sure they hear. Amen. Amen. Because I used to be one. But by the grace of God. But by the grace of God. God bless you tonight. Stand to your feet. I don't know your heart. We're going to give a verse of invitation as they come to the piano. We just get... Uh, an invitation song briefly before we go into conference.